Steve Jeffers, welcome to the Gab's Hottest 100 Craft Beers Countdown for 2023, taking place in 2024. Thanks, Matt. Nice to see you. Uh, it's nice to hear it talked about as the Gab's Hottest 100, but as you and I both know, it started out as the local tap house Hottest 100 <laughs> long time Thank ago. You. And I was, when you asked me to do this, I think it's... Uh, is it 15 years or so since it started, something like that, 2008? It'll be 2008. Yeah. So, yeah, so this will be the 15th iteration uh, of it, which is uh, very exciting. It's very exciting. I never thought that it would uh, it would endure like it has uh, to the extent that it has, which is um, it's kind of cool. When you think of the context that's taking place in now, when we are coming live from the first choice liquor market in Sydney that has fridges of craft beer, and this started at a time when you know, you could hardly get a craft beer anywhere. Um, and the, the venue that you founded with uh, Guy Greenstone, uh, the local tap house in St Kilda, um, was one of the first serious craft beer bars in the country. Yeah, I had um, I'd been um, I'd opened a bar in St Kilda called the St Kilda Local, and Guy was a customer, and he had an interest in beer. And I had lived in Los Angeles, where I had developed a keen interest in beer. And uh, we had one tap. I had one tap at the local, the St Kilda Local, um, that I indulged my growing interest in beer. And I would go and ring up breweries all over the country and source them from anywhere I could, and I put them through this tap. So I had this growing interest in beer, and then I. I spoke to Guy one day and said, um, you know, why don't you join me and let's open a beer bar. And so armed with that kind of uh, idea, I went overseas for six weeks and looked all over America and Europe at uh, what what I thought were the best in class and came back and, and opened the local tap house. And, and um, Guy and I have been kind of lockstep really with that and, and more recently with Justin um, uh, ever since. And of course... You know, being a specialty craft beer bar and one of the first, uh, there was so much interest in those days. Um, you started, I think from memory, it was a quarterly um, Great Australian Beer Spectacular where you would have these uh, special days with lines out the door of, of the local tap house. When we started the business, I really had some clear ideas of what how we wanted to bring it to life. Like it was a, we always wanted it to be a great pub first and foremost, but then we wanted to layer on this, the the taps and all the beer experiences around it. And so I had kind of this list of I wanted to do you know regular all of venue beer events that were f- effectively free. Then I wanted to do kind of a beer club and home brewers and beer dinners and all this kind of stuff. And so we hatched this idea for this quarterly event, um, which we gave the name spectacular and so we had all these spectaculars and each had a different theme and some of them that that was uh that wasn't the only idea each would have its different theme so we had canadian one american one uh and then we had an australian one where we in, in that particular idea we invited 20 breweries to make a special beer um, for the event and that was the one that kind of blew up into and became gabs but the american one i was able to get i think it was about three or four thousand dollars from the american government um, to help me import um, american beers from kind of rockstar breweries over there and then uh, and then i remember being at the sydney tap house at the time on that day because they were on the same day in the same city and guy and i took it in turns to, to go to each and um, and we had the American ambassador turned up with his Secret Service detail and talk. You know, the guys were talking into their you know their cufflinks and uh, and he joined he joined me for a beer or two upstairs. And so it was it was a, it was a lot of fun. But those sort of uh, there was a real focus on creating uh, beer experiences, which, as he pointed out, at that time just didn't exist in this country. But 
now we have, you know, Gabs is arguably like the biggest specialty beer festival in the country that grew out of those very humble beginnings in St Kilda. But we're celebrating today the hottest 100 countdown um, that, look, I, I, you know, it loves, everyone loves to debate it. But I don't think anyone can disagree that this is the biggest day in craft beer in the country every year. And again, it had very, very humble beginnings as well, didn't it? Yeah, I should have done my homework on this. I don't know. You might, you might help me. Which came first, Gabs or the Hottest 100? I, I actually couldn't tell you. So isn't it a shame that this sort of history is, is, is lost to our memories? I, I, think, I think they're very close because the Gabs, no, no, Host 100 started first because first Gabs was in 2012 or something like that, I think. Um, okay. So we had a few years of spectac- four spectaculars. Oh, so spectacular, yeah. Yeah, so we had four spectaculars every year for a number of years, but uh, the hottest one, the Gabs hottest one, the very first one started three or four years at least before the first Gabs, if you like. And um, it again, it kind of came back. I was looking for ideas as to how we could engage in this way, and I thought uh, it was the time, obviously, of the Triple J One Hundred. Um, and I thought, oh well, let's do a fun little poll of customers and staff of what what were our favourite beers of the year. That's that's literally how it started. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll I'll kind of do that. So I kind of created a um, a Survey Monkey uh, form. And I sent it out to uh, the database that we had on email. And I think I even had an SMS database and then staff. And I think in the first year, we got a couple of hundred people. Um, And the rules now, as they were then, is that just vote for your five favourite beers of the year. Um, And we came up with the list, um, which featured some, I think it even had uh, Crown Lager or something in it. I think there's some anomalous beers in there that's... uh, that's uh, you know caused me to chuckle now, but <laughs> there was a, it was all very very simple. And then over the coming years, I kind of made it an annual thing, and it became I, I made greater effort to get more people, more beer lovers outside of just the local tap house community, to to give us their kind of five favourite beers of the year. And it grew and grew. And then I, I kind of would spend hours each day if you remember sitting on my own in the office since in above the tap house in St Kilda managing um a tweet deck I think it was called um where I could see all the social media and there was it was uh we would release it live and there would be reaction and and I was juggling all these emails and um and uh, tweets and social media coming in and um there was always this vigorous conversation from 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 people who had lots of things to say, but I think to your one, I know one of your philosophies is if let's just talk about beer, and that's as long as it's healthy and respectful, which it was most of the time. That's uh, that was that was a good thing. Now, one of the criticisms, I, I guess there's no other word for it, that's levelled against uh, the countdown is it's just a popularity competition. Um, you know, what do you say to that? Uh, well, yeah, it is. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. but, I, but I went, um, I think even with your help, and uh, is I went in the early days, I went to kind of great lengths to to explain to people that the beers that did well in the poll generally were beers that had done very well in beer competitions um, mm. a- around the country and perhaps even overseas. And so... Um, these weren't terrible beers in in the most part. They were great beers, and the fact that they and perhaps because they were great beers that led to their popularity 
uh, as well. So yes, it's always been about that, and I think it's more like more than what I know. It's more that than ever before, and. Um, certainly Mike, the new owner of Gabs, and, and certainly Guy and everyone who I deal with knows at this time of the year I'm a bit kind of frustrated, I guess, because the spirit of the poll was originally to vote for your five favourite beers legitimately, and now it's nothing about that at all. And that's the thing that uh, if, if I was still running the show and I had the sort of influence that I'd like to have is that I would probably have tweaked things a little bit to try and keep it a little bit more faithful to the original idea. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big beast now and, um, you know, I don't own it. Um, but uh, that's the only thing. Uh, I, I like that people every year talk about beers and it's, it's making the newspapers and it's, it's lighting up social media. So, so that's all good. We're to- and the beers that have done well are great beers. Um, but I, I still hark back to the days of where people might vote for a for a leg- legitimately their five favourite beers of the year. Yeah, well, and there, I mean there were controversies. So we've heard from Lars Brandel, the music writer, um, about some of the Triple J Hottest 100 controversies, and the Gabs Hottest 100 craft beers has had its own. You know, there was the year that one brewery was quietly uh, removed for I think offering inducements to vote. Um, in, in, in the early days, it was quite scandalizing back in the day, whereas uh, this year breweries are actually encouraged um, to really push it out as much as they can, um, as much as a promotion for the competition. Yeah, well, yeah, and, that, and that's and because I, as an owner of Stomping Ground, we, we're conflicted uh, and I'm certainly conflicted and sometimes feel I need to recuse myself from, from some, of the, <laughs> some of the discussions that go on because... Um, you know, we're doing what most other breweries are doing and trying to solicit votes for our beers. Um, and um, and so, so that's, um, that's kind of hard. And, and I, I would rather people kind of vote, say vote for our brewery, you know, give our brewery some support, but um, maybe not shout out for specific beers um, in, in, in the like. And I think what's happened, of course, is that what's... Uh, there's less variety as well uh, of styles in in the in the poll than there ever was. Like if you go back to the very early polls, there was a lot more variety because the beer lovers that we were uh, polling or asking to vote were um, were people who enjoyed a multitude of styles. And and when, if if they were legitimately voting for their five favourite beers, they would often offer up a variety of, of styles. So now it's kind of, what is it, uh, 90% hops and, and 10%, you know, maybe 5% lagers. And and the, I don't know if there's a stout even in there anymore these days. Although year on year, it, it does provide a wonderful snapshot of where the beer market is at. As, as we talked about, Little Creatures Pale Ale was the first winner. Um, but And we've seen so many new styles. We've seen the rise and, you know, slow decline, at least in the numbers, where it comes in the poll of breweries like Stone and Wood. Bolter, you know, has, has come to the top and is still around there. But we have seen lagers out of it, and then they've been coming back. So it does provide a bit of a year-on-year historical snapshot. Oh, listen, I, I'm, I'm a massive fan, and I'm very proud of kind of the, the influence it has. But um, – and, and it could – because – as you say, it's it's uh, absolutely does uh, give some indications as to what 
beers and brands and styles are, are coming in and out of fashion. And as, as you say, if you study or have kept an eye on the poll as long as you and I have, it, it does give, it's fascinating, I think, to go back and look over the years. So it's, um, it absolutely has a role to play um, if people take it for what it is. And uh, if they want, if they want to go and necessarily look at what the best beers are and the best styles are, and the, then they they can kind of download the uh, the, the the results books of the various um, award shows that happen around the place. But uh, um, I think it's uh, it still has a role to play, and I think a lot of people, if they see it for what it is, um, uh, think it's quite fun as well. Well, mate. The hardest thing, I think, in this world is to create something, and the hottest 100 that we're all celebrating and reveling in today was something that you created. So uh, congratulations uh, for, for, for that, and uh, thank you very, very much. Thanks, Matt. It's great, and congratulations to all the breweries that uh, participate. I know that uh, these days when you do well in the poll that it, it has a real impact on those uh, breweries, so congratulations to all those who managed to get in the poll at all, in the results. <laughs>